0: Hey, from the Bourbon Road uh, team, I think we want to get everybody in the room together here at Paul's house and say,
1: Happy, Happy New Year! Year!
2: Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your host, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back.
3: We would like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Loghead's Home Center for supporting this episode of The Bourbon Road. Find out more about their fine rustic furniture at logheadshomecenter.com. Hello, oh, and welcome to The Bourbon Road. My name's Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And uh, today, Mike, where are we? We're over at uh, Paul's house, and we're with Paul and Troy in J-Town. It's, uh, what, about uh, 10 miles southeast of Louisville? Small neighborhood in uh, Louisville. Yeah. Well, Paul and Troy, welcome to the show. It's good to have you. Good to be here. Good you guys ready here. to drink some bourbon tonight?
1: Absolutely. Ready.
3: Are you ready to laugh? That's, that's what is are you ready to laugh? Absolutely. All right. Well, we, uh, we got kind of a special show tonight. We've done a couple of these in the past. We call these a third pour episode. And the reason we do that is because normally uh, in our episodes, we do two pours. We do a first half and a second half where we've got a guest on and we'll bring a bottle of something and we'll drink it and talk about it and, you know, have an interview with the guest. And then we'll take a break in the middle. And there's a second half. Uh, the guest will have brought a bottle. And we'll taste their bottle and we'll drink it. So that's first pour and second pour. So every now and then we'll do one of these shows we call the third pour, and this is just where we drink more than two or three or four bourbons. So tonight we're going to drink four. Mike, what's our little deal we're doing
0: here? Oh, well, everybody brought a bottle, right? Um, our wives poured them into A, B, C, and D. Is that right? A, a B, C, C, and D. Yeah. But uh, we'll <laughs> we'll uh, we'll nose them. Um, We'll taste them and see what the finish is. We'll score them, and uh, we'll, we'll see who the winner is.
3: So every bourbon that we drink gets a score of 1 to 10. 1 to 10, yep. So a 5 is just middle of the road. A 0 is to absolute swill. Don't want to drink it. And a 10 is, what's 10, Mike? <sighs>
1: it's like sex. <laughs> Man, he's got that on his mind tonight, buddy <laughs> Troy. I thought this was a kid-friendly show. <laughs> Wait till my wife shows up. <laughs> All right, so
3: so these bottles are between forty-five and fifty-five dollars on that, the shelf,
0: and we came up with that at a bar drinking. Is how we came up with that.
3: <laughs> yeah, we were at, where were we at? Blind, blind squirrel. squirrel. The Blind Squirrel. Okay. It's a little great uh, bar with a volleyball court out back and stuff. And
0: if people are on the bourbon trail, that's somewhere they definitely want to stop by. And if you just want to kick back and watch a volleyball game or um, grab a couple beers or some bourbon. Great place to go.
3: So this is just a bourbon night amongst friends. We've actually got an audience with us tonight. All our wives are here, sort of spectating. Hope, hope they don't get us laughing too much. But <laughs> <laughs> so we actually have our first bourbon in the glass now, and we don't know who brought this. We don't know anything about it. We just know it's letter A. Cost between forty five and fifty five dollars, and it's a bourbon, right? Guy, can we confirm they're all bourbons there's no rise nope. no rise no American whiskeys. these are all bourbons bourbon. All
0: bourbon bourbon
3: all right good deal we did we do have a prize for tonight
0: yeah since our wives are here um, and pouring for us and helping us out and um, we had the bourbon seller there in Shelbyville they donated a bottle of the screwball peanut butter whiskey for us um take a couple shots of that some uh, bourbon cream and some root beer make yourself a nice little cocktail. Or a dessert?
3: I, maybe not my thing, but uh are you allergic to peanuts? No, I'm not allergic <laughs> it to <says> peanuts. It, <laughs> it says on the bottle has peanuts in it, so I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I never thought of mixing peanut butter and whiskey before, but I guess I guess they mix mix it with anything, don't they? I think it it'd make a good dessert dessert drink, you know. It's kind of the new thing, I guess. Yeah. All right. Trying to be with these hipsters, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the craziest whiskey you guys have drunk? Have you had a cinnamon whiskey or an apple whiskey or a honey whiskey? And oh, sure, yeah, yeah. I've had all those.
1: Cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon. It used to be a Friday night routine. Fireball, fri- fireball Friday. Fireball Friday.
0: I've had a couple of those.
3: <laughs> now, what's the um, what's the one with? Uh, uh, wild turkey makes one is it american honey american honey American honey. have you had that before Yep, absolutely you
2: like that that's pretty good Uh, see
3: i think that's something i might be able to get behind is american honey especially if it's coming from wild turkey might well you hear (laughs) jimmy russell talk about that and he it's surprising
0: that he's the one that had that idea for american honey and you know for our listeners that don't know who jimmy russell is he's their master distiller right he's been there since
3: forever yeah yeah he's been there well a lot of years i don't know how long i think he he's like I
0: thought about putting honey in whiskey one day and you know and somebody said oh that's a good idea we can sell that and <laughs> next thing you know they're having American honey on the shelf I mean I wish I had a company like that where I said hey this is a good idea let's put it on the shelf
3: well fellas we normally get to the whiskey pretty quick this time we're jibber jabbing a lot what do you think you want to get to that whiskey let's do it alright this is whiskey A let's, uh, let's try it and see what we think it's got a sweet nose I smell a lot of oak in that Smell
0: the oak? Troy's over there already sipping on it. He's like, man, I got to taste this.
3: Oh, that's very rich. Very rich, very, very deep and kind of a little dark. It's actually really dark color, too. (laughs) Very dark color. All three, the other three,
0: you know, you sit them sitting on the table there, you can, they almost look alike. Um, But this one was definitely super dark. That's good,
3: very good. What do you think, Mike? Is that a weeder?
0: I don't think it is a weeder. I think it's a get a little bit of peppery on the back end on that. So,
3: you ever taste anything like that, Paul?
2: Yeah, it's a little a little warmer than I expected
3: on the tail end for sure. <clears throat> if I had to guess, the proof on this, it's it's above a hundred. It's above hundred. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm so I'm an odd guy out. I'm thinking it's like a
0: ninety. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the and I'm well. I think Paul's a weeded bourbon yes. guy too. So yep. I don't think it's all that, that super strong or anything.
3: Any guess on the distillery? I'm thinking this is Woodford.
1: Wow. Troy, what do you think? I, I don't have a clue.
3: It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can get Troy to talk. He, he's he's over there sweating. <laughs> Well, he'll be he'll be opening up here in a minute with the size of that exactly. size of that four he, he had there. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so Troy, where was your uh, what's your like first um, bourbon you tasted? Can you rem- remember that far back?
1: That far back, probably. Well, you wanted to be bourbon the first experience.
0: Now you're a military guy, right?
1: Yes. So was it you know, military was, or was was before just... that? Well, when I was in the military, I wasn't as smart about my alcohol intake. So I drink other stuff other than bourbon. Overseas, you just kind of drink what's available. I probably didn't really get into it a lot until I got back from overseas, and my mom worked at Buffalo Trace, and I just kind of always kind of tried to stay with that, just to stay loyal to her. So what did she
3: do at Buffalo Trace?
1: Well, she worked on the line for several years, and then she was a line captain, and at the end of it, she still just worked on the bottling. Bottling line until she retired October 1st.
0: So, when you went into that little brick house there, the bottling room they have, that's where she was working at inside there. Yes. Man, I, that's pretty awesome. I, I probably saw your mama a whole bunch of times.
1: I should have said, hey, Troy's mom. <laughs> but I was partial to, I just started drinking Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rares, stuff from there because just being loyal to her because she raised me and I wanted to be. It's kind of my payback. Brand Randall, help keep, yeah. her, help keep the, her in business.
0: <laughs> now, what about you've been? You, we were talking earlier, and you said you've been over to that tour several times.
1: I took several tours, some of the small ones, and and that's what helped me too. Because whenever I just used to drink before I knew any better, and I would just you know I'd have like a bourbon and coke. So I'd always just drink Beam and Coke, Beam and Coke, going to bar, and. Being on the tour and, and talking to Freddie there at Buffalo Trace, he said, you need to mix it with Sprite. You need to stay with something clear. And you need to keep your bourbon in, in the freezer. So we started doing that. And I went from, you know, doing it with Sprite and then ginger ale. And now I've taken it down to just like club soda and perrier water if I do mix it with anything.
3: Now Freddie, he's, he's quite the personality now, isn't he? He is. Yeah. yeah. His story about
0: how he got to Buffalo, Buffalo Trace started working there. Is a pretty awesome story, too, about how his dad worked there. And he got he came back to Buffalo Trace. And um, I always think I like those stories and stuff. Right. And Buffalo Trace has definitely got a storied past. And they're actually digging up the past there, too. They got that new Pompeii, mm-hmm. Urban of Pompeii tour and stuff. And we actually talked about that yesterday a little bit. I just I love the history there. Um, and they're bringing that history back.
1: Yeah, we got, to, we got to see that my company that I worked for, actually, my boss wanted to buy a barrel of Buffalo Trace. So they came up from some guys from Texas and Atlanta, and, and Paul went with me, and there was about 12 of us. And we got to go on like a hard hat tour and just see everything behind the scenes, even tasting it out of the vat. And uh, we got to see all that stuff, and that was real interesting. Did he get, did he get his barrel? We, we we got to choose from we went down after the tour and everything and we had four barrels to choose from and we we all tasted you know it was blind again and we all tasted the four and then we eliminate one and got it down to where the the barrel that we all agreed on tasting it full proof and watered down to the proper proof and it was a fun experience and we all got several bottles of Buffalo Trace out of it. So
3: that was a Buffalo Trace pick then? Yes. Now, did your barrel get picked? Was it the one you liked the best?
1: Well, we all had to agree on it. And so when it got down to the final two, I, I think the one I picked was the one we ended up with. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Sometimes you get a little proud when you're doing those barrel picks. You know, you're like, that's mine. I hope everybody else votes
1: for it. Yeah. You know? uh, but it was funny. It was easy. It was easy to eliminate the first one right away. Yeah. What do you think so, yeah. Paul? Yep, absolutely. Now,
2: yeah, Paul, but, what, was your, what's your, what was your first bourbon? Well, I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm from Pittsburgh and I, I just started drinking bourbon probably about 10 to 12 years ago.
0: I didn't know you were from Pittsburgh. We're down here in this yellow and black <laughs> <white> basement. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't know you were from Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I was, you know, I've lived in Kentucky since 1990. Uh, so, I figured, eh, what better time to start you know, I need to start drinking bourbon and now that's pretty much all I drink. Uh, I used to be a big beer guy and now I drink bourbon all the time.
0: So what's your like go-to go-to bourbon uh, every
2: day? or Special Reserve. Yeah, there's
0: nothing wrong with that, right? No. It's but I think it gets a bad rap. Um really, uh, it's hard to find, so you know, I guess good bourbon drinkers or you know, guys that are educated, they know what they're getting. But I think I, that's what I drink all the time. You know, I got a couple bottles at the house and I had a couple of friends come over one time and they're all sitting around our pub table drinking. And I come home the next day and I was like, man, I need some of that special reserve today. And I only had one bottle at the time. And, uh, I come home and they put it back up on the shelf empty. Oh. I got in the house. I looked at it and I was like, man, it just broke my heart. <laughs> I told my wife, I said, like, I, I think I'm just going to go to bed.
3: <laughs> well guys, what do you say? We, uh, we score this first one and then uh, we'll pour letter B and come back and talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Sound good. Sounds yeah. great. Sounds great. Right. Okay. So we've all scored our bourbons now. And uh, what'd you guys think about the first one? Good. Yeah. I it, was it was good. It was good. Better than average. You think? I thought, I thought it was excellent. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. I do too. Definitely yeah. better than
3: average. Yeah. That, that was a, that was a good bourbon. Now we've got, Letter B in our glass now. So this is the second bourbon. And I can tell you already, it's nowhere near as dark as the first one. Oh, no, it's not even close. Not even no. close. So uh probably probably a little bit younger. Yeah. I don't know. Should we go ahead and uh try a little bit of it? Do Let's think? do it.
0: Let's go. Now we should say that this is uh the this episode right here is, this is New Year's Eve, right?
3: Is this yeah. This episode or New Year's uh, Day releases on new year's day yeah So happy new year
0: yeah happy new year <laughs> cheers cheers I, I gotta say i you know i down here in this yellow and black basement it's almost hard to drink bourbon but that might be one of the ugliest christmas trees i've ever seen with all that that stiller stuff
2: oh, oh <laughs> I, I take pride in that christmas tree <laughs> i could see that i could see i could there's a lot of pride it, in there there's a lot of top 100 players on that tree Top 100 players. Of the NFL and NHL, for that matter. Man, you
0: got the Cowboys players hidden on the back? I
2: I, I don't see a single Cowboy
1: (laughs) player on there. Mike, you're going to have to get a picture of that tree. I am. (laughs) Make your own dartboard with it.
0: (laughs) I was going to say Charlie Brown would be awful proud of that thing.
3: (laughs) Now, Paul, tell us a little bit about your bar. That's a labor of love, right? You built it over time, or did you put it up pretty quick? You know, uh, we
2: moved in here in uh, 2000, and by 2001, we had that in there. Uh, we didn't. It was completely, you know, they only had one room made with a bathroom, finished, and then we built the bar, and probably the best money we
3: have ever spent. Yeah. You have a few parties here, huh? We have a couple, yeah. yeah. Paul, I'm watching your
2: wife's face, and, you know... <laughs> She might disagree with you. Best money ever spent. She's like, yeah. Uh, you heard me talk about her. She likes to throw the parties, too. So Yeah. Yeah. It is
0: quite the bar. I mean, you got a nice beer fridge that's stocked, a,
2: a plethora, a plethora of bourbon over there. It's nice bourbons, too, and uh, everything in between, right? Yeah. The nice thing about it, you know, you see the memorabilia when guys come over, you know, and they see it. Next time they come over, they'll donate stuff to put up on the up on the wall or- Donate bourbons for the bar. It's a good gig. Yeah, I, I don't care what kind of, you know, what team you root
0: for, whether it's, you know, Louisville Cardinals or Tucky Wildcats or the Pittsburgh Steelers or Dallas Cowboys. You know, if you're a sports fan, you're a sports fan and you still appreciate sure. um, great teams, especially Steelers. You know, Dallas and uh, Pittsburgh have a love-hate relationship. Oh, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you still got to respect that team. They're, they're, they're kind of the... Hard hat blue collar guys. working. I always thought about that with about Dallas guys, too, is that's a hard hat team. You know, they're not the pretty franchise or nothing. Dallas and the Steelers have both come way up, you know, rich teams now, but they're still blue collar teams. Yep, I agree.
3: And there's a few teams that are, are bigger than their borders, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. And Dallas is one of them. Pittsburgh's one of them. Um, you know, uh, the Packers, you know, they got a few teams out there that just, uh, they garner fans from across the nation. Yep. And then the rest of them kind of draw locally, I think, pretty much. So you guys got a, any idea what you think the proof on this one might be?
2: This is definitely lower proof than yep. the first one. Yep. No doubt about it. Yep. If I were to guess, I would say probably, you know, a little over 90.
3: Yeah, not between 90 and 100, definitely.
0: I don't know. I think that Rye Whiskey must have messed me up today.
3: Because <laughs> before we came over
0: here, we're, me and Jim are – uh, sipping on uh, cask strength rye that's 125 proof, and it it, it is a great whiskey. Um, but maybe that messed my palate up. I don't know.
3: Mike, you've ever tasted one like this one before? It's kind of unique, a little bit. Very floral. No, no pepper on that back end. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Everybody
0: say how Vivian's here. My wife finally hey, showed Viv. up. Hey, Vivian. Hi, Vivian. Hi, Vivian. <laughs> Better late than never. Better late than never. This is a young, this is a younger bourbon, I think. Um, um, maybe got some honeysuckle in it a little bit there.
3: Uh, you know, there's and you said floral. I was thinking flowers. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's what I was saying about that honeysuckle. That you know, you got that sweet aroma in the air when you you walk down a road and you got all that honeysuckle right there near you. You kind of smell that.
3: So, any of you guys going out to the to the liquor barn with the raffle? Uh, tomorrow
2: morning i'm not sure if i am i'll have to see how tonight goes but i do do the raffles quite
3: often well so this is like the one we went to the other day was a lottery where they drew you out of a hat and this one is just line up and get your bottle
0: yeah i'd say there's 400 to 500 people in a very small liquor store um overcrowded and the announcer that was telling the numbers Wasn't very loud. So, actually, we, me and Jim, and our whole group were sitting way in the back. And I actually had to scream to the guy and said, Hey, speak up for us so we could hear the numbers. And we probably had, I think, a group of eight people there, Jim. Um, And we only got one bottle out of those eight people. And I think they only had 70 something bottles all together. And some of them were just regular old bottles you can find anywhere. There wasn't, I think they had five bottles of Pappy all together. I wouldn't say it was disappointing, but it, it w- wasn't organized like Liquor Barn or some of the other places. Total Wine has their uh, organized.
3: And this was Lucky's Market, right? Yeah.
0: And maybe that was one of their first ones. Maybe they did one last year. but They
3: did one last year as well. I, st- yeah. I think they got a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking this one's got a little bit higher malt content in it. Are you picking up any of that malt, Mike? I actually think this is a
0: weeder because there is no pepper on the back end. Yeah. Um, but somebody said uh, there's some store picks in here. So I don't, I don't know. That's hard to that's hard to tell. I definitely get a wheat though.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think this has got a little bit of a unique flavor to it. It's either a single barrel pick or something that I haven't had in, in a while, in a minute. So
0: That uh that punch on the back back end is not there. You know, mm. it's just not there for me.
1: Not one of my favorites.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's short. Very short, uh, it is. A, li- and a little bit of ethanol yeah. on the finish too, so it's short. So, in, in a nutshell, I would say this is a little bit younger, a little bit thinner, a little bit short on the finish. Yeah, but um, it has that really nice floral kind of a little little fruity, but mostly floral um, up front, and it, it's kind of a little malty too. Maybe it's a,
0: some. Cut fresh fruit like a pear or something that might be in there. I'm, I'm not something like that. It's there. Stone fruit. What is a stone fruit? I don't even know what that is. So, Troy, what do you? Uh, you said you were in the Air Force. How long did you serve in the Air Force? Uh, four years. Four years, and then you got out. And you're you're from here in Kentucky? Yes, from Henry County. From Henry County. That's for everybody. That's kind of north east of Louisville, right up I seventy one. Yes. Up there,
3: they got some good deer hunting up there. I think they got a distillery up in Henry County. I thought they
0: did. Actually, I think Peerless built. That's where they built their rick houses at. Is up there. There's in something
1: County. going on out there near Six Mile, but it still, hasn't, it's not open yet. Yeah. Every time I drive by.
3: Yeah, I think Peerless is building some rick houses out in Henry. I County. think he built six rick houses out
0: there. Is where he's building his rick houses, yeah. and I think uh Rabbit Hole, I want to say, built rick houses out there, and I want to say Bullet was gonna. That's they were gonna put their new distillery out there. And I don't know if the townspeople out there and in the small town out there didn't want it or so they moved on over to Shelby County and that's where they built their new distillery out there in Shelbyville. I don't know. Have you guys been out there to bullet? No, I haven't. It is. It is amazing looking place and stuff. And I can see they've, they've got a future out there. I don't know what it is, but, um, their distillery grounds are absolutely beautiful. Um, Wide open, a nice tasting room and stuff. and um, It's nice
2: to see Shelby County kind of get into the bourbon game.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. My,
2: my mother-in-law is a big bullet um, drinker, so maybe I'll take her out there. Yeah, beautiful.
0: And they're a nice bar there to create drinks and stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's nice to see. Obviously, Shelby County's also got Jeff the Creed right off the interstate right. there. Yeah. They're a little bit smaller than Bullet bullets. They're putting out some juice. I yeah. think you could probably go anywhere in America and see Bullet on the shelf.
3: That's a big operation. I think they were actually, when they were building their distillery and starting to make their own juice, I think they were sourcing from Four Roses. I think I had heard it <laughs> one time or another. Um, You know, because they were filling a lot of bottles. Those guys were really putting out a lot of juice. But, yeah, I guess uh, New Year's Eve, we're going to be out at Jephthah Creed, right, Mike? Yeah, we're going to be... I guess
0: dressed up as gangsters, roaring twenties to kind of go with uh, with prohibition.
3: Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so uh, for those who might be around and might be in town for uh, in in the Louisville area, so Jeff the Creed is having a, a roaring twenties New Year's Eve party at the distillery there, and uh, I think it's fifty dollars, and it includes cocktail and some hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. But certainly a, a party. I just I just get in a truck and.
0: Vivian tells me, hey, load up. You're going to this place. <laughs> I don't plan any of that stuff. I just go. Paul, where where do you, uh wh- here in J-Town, where,
2: where's your local hangout? Oh, we got co- actually quite a few, you wouldn't believe. Um, we've got uh, the Third Turn. That's a, it's a, it's a brewery. But then right beside it, they opened up a new place that's just nothing but bourbon. Um, they probably got about, maybe about 300 bourbons there now. Uh, right up the street from that is Rec Bar. And Rec Bar has a fantastic selection. I mean, I bet they have over 200 uh, bourbons there. And you can get – in either place, you can get top of the line. I what, mean, what's the best restaurant to eat in J-Town? J-Town, the best to eat at, probably Feast. You know, we've we've got Feast up there on the corner. Barbecue, if you like barbecue, as far as you know, close in town here, you're talking just regular yeah, old yeah. food. Yeah, j Town barbecue sounds awesome. Look it, at me, I'm a big
3: it,
0: old fat yeah. guy. I mean, <laughs> I
3: mean, and, and j Town,
2: that's probably that's probably the best. You know, as far as you know, barbecue, a good dinner, yep.
3: and, they, and they've got a few bourbons there too. Oh yeah, they've got they've
2: got quite a few few selection there. They're, it's not bad. And they even have the slushy bourbons. You can get a bourbon slushy.
3: Yeah. So, what do they put in a bourbon slushy? Um, I can't
2: remember which bourbon it is, but I think it's uh, Kentucky Tavern. Yeah. yeah, Kentucky Tavern, huh? But it's good. I know that.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, what what is the other things not bourbon in a bourbon slushy? Is uh, it like lemonade and?
2: No, I think it's ice, just ice and <laughs> bourbon, and and maybe, you know, I know oh, it's the L8, L8. Oh, L8-1. Yeah, L8, L81. L8, L8, yep.
0: Gino, Gina will be proud of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gina's uh
0: she works for Vendome. She was, she was, a, she's a veteran, and she came on our veteran episode, and uh, she's their purchasing agent, but she likes to drink her bourbon with a little L8-1, and um, I I try to get l one to be, you know, she should be their national spokesman person. <laughs>
3: I, I think you're on a mission to mention Gina in every show we have. <laughs> I am. I am. She's, she she was quite. She was she was pretty funny. Yeah. The last one
2: I had. They actually have a slushy though that's uh, orange flavored too. Okay. It's bourbon with orange. I, it, it tasted like a sickle with bourbon in it. That was pretty nice in the summertime.
3: Yeah. Well, we might have to go back out there and try some when, when it's warms up a little bit. Have a little barbecue and some bourbon slushies. That sounds good.
2: Yeah, you can, you can really just walk the street, J-Town, and there's the beach at the one end, and they have pretty good bourbon selection in that, and it's an outdoor volleyball setup. Then you got the third turn, then you got Feast, and then you have the rec bar, all within walking distance, and all of them have, you know, a solid bourbon selection.
0: So people are on a bourbon trail, they're trying to get a break from downtown, they're here for like a week or so, and visiting Louisville, there's, there's a lot to do outside of downtown,
2: is there? Absolutely, yeah. yep. And you call Uber call uber yeah definitely
3: call uber (laughs) all right guys so should we take a few minutes and score this one and yeah move on down the road let's do it sounds good okay fellas so we have all recorded our scores of uh bourbon b and we have now poured bourbon c in our glass any last thoughts on bourbon b
1: before we move on I'm glad, I'm glad we moved on. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't a big fan of it, Troy? You think maybe you brought that one, Troy? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God dang, I'm embarrassed. The one <laughs> I brought, I never have had it. So so you, you never had, had
0: yours before? What, what about you, Paul? You had the bourbon that you had brought? Yes. You'd had it before. Yeah. What about you, Jim?
3: Uh, yeah, I've had the one I brought. Yeah, I, I, the one I brought, I,
0: you know, I looked at some new ones and I was like, man, I sh- should I get this? Should I get that? Should I? Yeah. I actually went to three different, uh, liquor stores and talk to the the owners or their managers there and said, "Hey, this is what I'm doing." And and I kept reaching for something different. And then I went back to an old old faithful and said, "Hey, this is what I'm coming with."
3: So you really want to win this thing, don't you? Well, last time I brought <laughs> last
0: time I brought uh, the first or the first time I came on the show, I brought chicken cock, and that's just because I was being a smart ass. I was <laughs> like, "I want to hear these guys say chicken <laughs> cock on on the podcast." Um, <laughs> And it it took them a while to say it too. Nobody else wanted to say it, so I had to say I. Yeah, I brought chicken cock. Um, but it, chicken cock actually has uh, it wasn't chicken cock. It was uh fighting cock. Fighting cock. You know, I think
3: know. it did all right. I think it took fourth place. Man,
0: it took third place. Third
2: place. Yeah, you know, I, two co-hosts. Have I, it, I got fighting cock over there. It stays over there. I'm not crazy about the fighting cock. And well, They made that to compete with wild turkey. Is uh, that that's right? the crazy thing about it. I mean, I got a whole hand if You're really into it.
0: No, I actually left that bottle over at Jim's house. Yeah, I was like, he's a right guy. Yeah. What was the other cock he said? Oh, uh, that's <laughs> 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 no
2: seriously chicken cock. Chicken cock. Now that one I saw.
0: Now chicken cock that's, is that's from,
2: expensive. That's an old brand.
0: Yeah, very old brand, um, and it's made by Barstown Bourbon Company. Is who who makes it. I think it's is are they contract or steel gear?
3: Yeah, I, I'm not real sure about it. I do know that um, I haven't had the 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 current expression of it, so I, I can't really speak on it that much. But I've heard good and bad.
0: And I got a I got a bottle for my
2: birthday. That's Ed, what you told me at
0: the uh, yeah. at the, uh, uh, Gem of the Creed Distillery out there. And we're you know somebody brings that, and we're out there just having a great time. And I <laughs> I was feeling pretty good that night, so I just whipped that thing out. Right, the owners are all walking around out there, and I'm just sucking on that thing like it, it's a bottle. How was it? It, it was all right. I, you know, I, I can't say I haven't revisited that bottle, and it it did go underneath my counter. And you know, maybe I'll bring it back out and revisit that thing and. Try to enjoy it. I think that's the reserve, which is the lower end of that. Okay, but, you know, it's probably yeah. a forty or fi- fifty dollar bottle, and then the other stuff is like a
2: hundred and ten. Yeah,
3: it was outside
2: the range high because it's I, t- yeah. I remember you telling me about it. I was now, like, I've
3: seen it on the table before with a big price tag on it. I just passed it by. And and it's a beautiful bottle. The yeah, whole bottle
2: um, that has
3: like the little shot glass on
0: top of it. And I think you know a lot of brands back then. Um, we we put a picture up of a a bottle it was old rippy uh
3: it was old rip van winkle yeah van
0: winkle had that same bottle uh, and i'm sure them companies just oh man that's a cool bottle but it's got a shot glass with a little yeah maybe i'm sure now it's probably an aluminum one but back then it was probably pewter or something right yeah
3: (laughs) all right so uh we're on to uh bourbon c here what do you guys think about this it reminds me of a a little bit but you know a had just this enormous nose on it. It was really in your face. And this is a little bit lighter. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You agree? That,
2: with that question, it's lighter. You have to kind of
3: search for it. But it does remind me a little bit of, of it.
2: Yeah. I think it's oaky.
0: A little bit oaky. Yeah, I get that oak in there just a little bit. I've written down a little oak, I guess, A little floral notes on that nose. A little pepper. A little pepper on there.
3: Yeah. I think it's spice cake. Kind of like spice, spice cake. Spice cake, huh? Yeah. What's that
0: what's a cookie? A gram? not a graham cracker, uh yeah, ginger, ginger snap. Yeah, ginger snap. Yep. There you yeah, go. Ginger snap cookie yeah. taste to it. And I want a big old glass of milk. <laughs>
3: but let me tell you, I just tasted it. This is very sweet. Oh, you've already had it, Mike?
0: I've been you guys are we're sitting here talking. I'm always sipping on whiskey. You know me. <laughs> I can't ever wait to to taste it. I'm so excited. When we go on a we'll go to a distillery or something, I just I'm just Jones and I'm like, eh, let's taste what you got. I've never tasted that before. Because sometimes I can't afford that bottle, um, you know, or I, I uh, you don't want to buy it until you taste it. So somebody's going to offer you a free taste of whiskey. Isn't that the best whiskey or best bourbon is sure. free bourbon? You want to
1: sure. do, do the tasting before the tour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, why waste your time? Yeah. If, you, if you don't <laughs> like it, why, why why even
1: go in there?
3: So what do you guys think about this? It's uh I like it. Yeah. I like it better than 2. It, yeah, yeah, like yes. it better than 2. It's, it's got it's got a nice Kentucky hug, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's pepper it's sweet, but it's got some pepper on the
3: back end. Does it remind you of anything? You guys
0: just never said store picks cuz I I'm thinking back. This Man, could this be wild? No. I'm I'm trying to think maybe a rare rare breed.
3: Yeah, this is too sweet, I think. For you think that. so? Yeah. Yeah, I get uh caramel, spice cake, baking sh- baking spices like you know, nutmeg, sugar, cinnamon, just uh the whole array of it. It's really got a great palate, I think.
1: That's good. It is good. I think this is over a hundred proof. I would agree. <laughs> The back burner tells me that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Either that is some very high rye, but it it doesn't have that. Like you said, it's got that sweetness to it. So, I don't know. This one's got me puzzled.
3: Well, I'm not trying to figure out who made it, but I do think that this is a this is a a rye bourbon. It might even be a little bit higher in the rye spectrum, maybe 15 to 20 percent rye.
0: It's kind of got that dry after aftertaste to it, you know.
3: It's got a uh, it's got a, the finish on this is is longer than the other two, I think, at least for me. Um, but it doesn't have that that ethanol doesn't stick with you like A did. Yeah,
0: Troy, where are you uh <clears throat> Where do you go to eat at? You know, you and your wife.
1: You know, the Village Anchor is one of our favorites. We we try to go there at least once a month. They got a they have an excellent bourbon selection at their bar
0: they got some great old fashions there don't Mm -hmm. don't they
1: and they have a bartender we met at uh, the bourbon beyond concerts and uh, he knows how to make a good drink and he took care of us their food there is excellent too right oh yeah Uh, anytime anytime somebody comes from out of town from my work like they come up from Texas or whatever to visit we we always take them there and what did you think the first time they brought your check to you Oh, I knew I knew what it was. You know, I I knew what it was gonna be. I see the menu. No, I'm talking about when they bring it out in like a romance oh, novel. Oh, in a romance novel, yeah. That's pretty that's that's pretty crazy.
0: I thought the lady wanted me to read it. I was like, hey, I, I, I know all about romance. Which page? <laughs> Please, I I do. Yeah.
1: She put my bill on that page for a reason.
0: Maybe she's trying to tell you something. Exactly. Take this book home and read it to your wife.
3: Is there a reason this is on page fifteen? <laughs> Well, if they had highlighted
0: stuff in there, but yeah. So where where else do you guys go? You got like a favorite little
1: bar you go to? The Stony, yeah, we go to Stony River, but they have a good selection there. But that that is definitely a a treat to ourselves because they're they're a little expensive. I'll say so. that
0: that's probably one of the to me. If I had to go to a steakhouse in in Louisville, they'll put everybody else to shame in yeah. Louisville, and that's the big boys Chris Ruth, um, Ruth Chris or Chris Ruth. Chris. Yeah, it, they just put it down there. They do. They And their they, service is great too. You
1: know, we we found it I don't I don't know if we just went out there by accident one time or just because it was convenient to where we live, but it's you get more for your more bang for your buck there in my opinion. Oh yeah. For sure. So they're better than Mortons?
0: I don't know. Me and Vivian have been I, to bang every steakhouse that seemed like in America and I don't know. It'd be hard pressed to go against I them. I need to get out there. And their sometimes. service there, the, you know, the staff there is always great. It, they, there's more than one of them. They're, I think it's a chain out of Georgia, but uh, it's super nice steakhouse. Um, just just great steaks.
3: They got some great bourbon there, too, right? Mm-hmm. Have you guys been to Jeff Ruby's? Yeah. <laughs> so better than Jeff Ruby's, too, huh? And
0: I, I don't know. I just, in my mind, I think, you know, when I think of a steak and I want it, I'm a rare steak guy. I don't know how you eat your steak, Troy. But you just chop the horns off it, slap it on the ass, and send it on out for me. I'm good. I'm good. Um, that's what I think of a steak, though. And they bring it out, and it's, it's perfect. And it's a good cut of meat. That's that's a good steakhouse.
1: Let's do it sometime. Yeah. Hmm. I had a bartender, Jeff Ruby's. He, I, ordered, I ordered my bourbon, again, to be loyal to my Buffalo Trace. And instead of coming back and saying he didn't have it, he just brought something of his own choosing. This is similar to that, so I thought you might like it. And I, I didn't think that was cool, but I, was, I wasn't i rude about it then. Probably came there. back to you and said, hey, uh, we don't, we're do not we out of Buffalo Trace, which
0: is almost a shame if you're in Kentucky and you don't have a bottle of that on the ship.
1: I don't know if it was, I don't remember if it was Weller or Eagle Rare or what it was. I just know it was from that distillery. And, Oh we're out of that so I just brought you something that I thought was similar instead of coming back and asking me if I wanted to you know change it up to something else you just said
3: on the house great thanks <laughs> <laughs> Should have.
0: troy you didn't say how you ate your steak man right, I'm medium whale oh my gosh <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs>
2: Man, that's a, that's almost worse than being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. <laughs> well, I'm doubling up because I, I eat my medium well as well. Really? Yeah.
1: I grew up well done. So at least I've come down a little bit. A little bit of pink. Yeah. I oh my, my God, favorite I can color. eat
0: medium for sure. But what about you, Jim? Medium rare. yeah, I'm I'm it's it's gotta just have I don't even care if C marks Mark, Charlie, really. <laughs> <laughs> if the hide was on it, I'll I, I can cut it off. I cut Uh-oh. the hide off I don't care. <laughs> You know, steak tartare, it, it don't matter to me. If you can eat an oyster, you should be able to eat a rare steak. I, I don't know. I just, that's me. Can't <laughs> yeah. eat those it's kind of like drinking <laughs> bourbon neat and drinking it with water. What's what's the point?
3: Yeah. I mean, I like medium rare. I've, I've had rare steaks before and they're good. They're delicious actually, but something about just a little more time on the grill, just a little bit more to that medium rare. I, I like that. That just makes it hard to saw through. I got all my teeth
0: in my mouth too. I'm not from Kentucky, so (laughs) maybe that's that's it right there. I don't know.
3: All right guys, how we doing on this bourbon sea? I'm good. Yeah? Good. And I'm still stumped at these guys. Oh, man, it's hurt my feelings, man. Well, let me let me ask you, ask you a question, Paul. What what bourbons are on your top five list that you haven't been able to oh, get that your I hand- haven't had? Yeah, that you haven't been able to get your
2: uh, hands on. William Larue Weller okay. is the number one that I'm still chasing after. All right, I swore on my birthday that we did the uh, you know thirsty peddler, but it was you know it was in springtime. It was kind of hot. So by the time we got to the first bar, I wasn't, you know, it was the, the uh, garage bar and I could have gotten a William Lerud Weller there for, I think it's like 40 bucks for a drink, uh, for, a, you know, two ounce pour. I was so hot. I got the, uh, you know, uh, Coors light. <laughs> no, actually it was the regular Coors cause they had a uh, special because we were on the, on the peddler. So
0: Troy, did you go on that, that yep. peddler team? When I was on
2: it, but you didn't pedal. I pedaled. Did you really? Who I didn't pedal? The women. The women. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you that we were sweating. The guys were sweating hard because it See, was it had to be 80 degrees what, easily.
0: What the hell is the point? I'd get in an Uber and Uber myself to the myself. <laughs> no, it was
2: fun. I'm telling you, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a blast.
1: When towards the end of it, I did figure out that you didn't really have a pedal. Yeah. So some of you'll pick up the a engine grade. or something. Well, there's a there's a motor in there that I think we were just charging the battery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, there's a motor in
3: that thing. Yeah. So if everybody stops pedaling, it keeps going. I'd be the guy not pedaling and
0: just drinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we went to Vegas and stuff and uh they there's a Ferris wheel there <laughs> that you get on and you stay on there for like twenty minutes and it's all you can drink for that twenty minutes. It's I guess thirty minutes. Uh but you can drink as as much as you can. They only have one bartender and they cram like twenty people in there and man. That lady, she didn't know what she got herself into when I stepped on that first wheel. My group of people was with me. We, we were busy. We were. She, she was putting pour, pour two drinks at one time and <laughs> handing out beers. And she was she did a great job. But you come off that thing feeling pretty good. You're ready for the for
1: the for the Vegas strip then.
3: Troy, what's that one bottle you haven't been able to put your hands on yet that you'd like to get?
1: Well, since I've had. 12- and 15-year-old Pappy, I would say I'd like to at least try the 20, even though I've been told that the 15 is the best. I would like to try yeah. the next step up.
3: So what do you think about going to a bar and doing a pour? I and mean, A lot of times when you go to a bar to get a pour of Pappy 20 or 23, you're going to pay 60 plus dollars for oh, it. Yeah,
1: because I did the 23 once. It happened to be at a bar. It was somewhat economical. I think it was only like $75. Yeah.
0: I've I've seen it in the '80s. Uh, Butchertown Town Grocery has it, I think, for eighty eighty three or something like that. And who has a lot of money for a pour of
3: bourbon, ain't it?
2: I mean,
0: S- now, Paul, have
3: you had a pour of the Weller?
2: I have not yet. Nope. So you're holding out for the bottle? Yeah. Well, I I would take a drink of it, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. It was like I said, it was my birthday, and we we're thinking we we're going to do it, but uh, I, it was one of those beer times. It was a time for beer after you pedaled that hard. And, <laughs> You know by the end of the night though we had had quite a bit of bourbon we had two or three different bars other than that one and uh it was good by the end of the night now you said you still go to lotteries and stuff and you you know do you you, you keep a lookout like
0: um liquor barn when they just put their list out they put everything they had on their list you yep. know what way beforehand and that's not a lottery they're actually just a it's a release but if if they had that tomorrow would you go up there
2: you know uh, you know uh, it depends on how the tonight ends. You know, if they're drinking this much bourbon, it depends on how Troy and I, we got the penguins coming on at nine o'clock. So we'll be watching that and drinking some more bourbon. Now, if I had a 21 year old son at home, um, for the holidays, I'd probably
0: be like, you know what you're doing at four o'clock? You're gonna get up there and sit out there in the cold for yeah. me. Yeah. Because I need daddy needs that bourbon. Yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> you know, at, not my last one. My last one I struck out. There was a thousand armbands handed out, and it, it they had the whole uh Weller Antique group. So I could have got my William William Luru Weller there, but we ended up uh I didn't get anything. But the time before I did get the opportunity to buy the 15 year uh Pappy. And then? it's on my bar now. And you took that chance. I took that chance. I was number three. I couldn't have been more excited. Came home by nine o'clock, woke up my wife. She she
3: thought the house was on fire how, how I came <laughs> in the room there.
2: It's like a kid on Christmas. That's <laughs> huh? right. It was better than Christmas. I can tell you that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, That's... fellas. So should we, uh, should we take a few minutes here and score this one and move on down the road? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. like to thank Tommy and Gwen Mitchell from Logheads Home Center for supporting this episode of the Bourbon Road. Logheads Home Center, nestled in the hills of Kentucky, is an industry leader in building handcrafted rustic furniture. Family owned and operated, they take pride in offering only the very best for their customers. The Logheads, and that's what they like to call themselves, are skilled woodcrafters who are passionate about creating rustic furniture for people who appreciate the beauty of natural wood. Give Tommy and Gwen a shout on Facebook or Instagram at Loghead's Home Center.
2: All
3: right, guys. So we are back and uh, we've also, we've all recorded our scores for the third bourbon. And now we've got D in our glass. Uh, any last thoughts on C? I like Paul? C.
2: I like C a lot. Did you? Yeah, I mean it was, you know, I could taste some caramel, some c- cranberry in there.
3: Oh, some cranberry. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. Mike, what do you think about C? It tastes
0: like a caramel corn. Uh the, you know them you know, Halloween big old caramel corn balls? Yeah. Yeah. It had that taste to
3: it. Yeah. So Troy, thumb up, thumb sideways, thumb down. C, what do you think?
1: is my uh, second favorite so far. Is it
3: all right? Yeah. yeah, I kind of, I really liked it as well. I think C scored well for me. I'm going to tell you what my score is, but oh man, was that a high? That's your high score so far. I'm not saying. Okay, all I'm right. not, I'm not right. talking about it. But we've got D in our glass now, and D is a little bit, you know, it's a little bit darker, right? So when we're when we're talking about darkness on these, A was like really dark. B was light. C was really dark again, but not as dark as A. And C is sort of, D is kind of in the middle, right? I don't know. Yeah. This, I've seen Coors Light. It's darker than this. <laughs> yeah. It's a dark honey. Amber, right? Ooh, that's got some spice to it. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely a little bit over 100. I'd say like 110. I, I mean, I don't always get cinnamon on the nose, but I got cinnamon on the nose on this one. I could get that. Yeah. Some cinnamon. Yeah. Right? It's, um, it's sweeter. I think a little yeah. bit sweeter than C, but it doesn't have that, uh, a little bit of toffee, but it doesn't have a real like creamy mouthfeel to it. It's
0: got a cayenne pepper on the back end. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit of habanero in there. <laughs> it does burn.
3: Yeah. I, I I'm getting pepper, oak and leather on the end there. Yeah. Yeah. All three of those. Rich worn leather taste. Yeah, that's probably that's probably eight year old bourbon. You think it's eight years old? I think it might be hmm. six to eight. But
0: I'm starting to as it opens up, I can taste a little bit of caramel in there. I guess. So, guys,
2: what, have you other distillery tours, um, Paul? What else have you been to? I, I've been to the Maker's Mark tour. That was kind of nice. I mean, it's it's well done. Now, have you been out there since they opened a restaurant up? Yeah, we did not eat there, um, but I've heard it's pretty good, decent there. Yeah, the chef's out there is actually the
0: son-in-law to Lisa Wicker. She is uh the master distiller for um, Widow, Widow Jane. Jane yeah. yeah, and uh, that's kind of a nice thing to know. And uh, so now we go out there and have that face, you know, name to sure. our face and stuff. And I, I like that these distilleries are seeing that people want to come to the distillery and do more than just taste their whiskey, taste their bourbon. They wanted the wives or a spouse that doesn't drink bourbon wants to come along too. And they want to, they want to have a meal and stuff and have some fun out there too. So why not open up a, a restaurant and hopefully they'll, people get that and start building hotels around these distilleries right. so people can stay the night and really enjoy that atmosphere out there.
3: Yeah. I think, I think a maker's mark is, um, very well organized, very orchestrated, very, um, I mean, they've got, a, they've got a plan when they're yeah. taking you through that place because they've got so many people coming through there every day. Yeah. Very, it's it's a long ride.
0: Yeah. You know, it, it, you're out there. I don't like how they, you know, they when they redid it, when we first went there, it was, man, I, it was 20-something years ago when we first went there and uh, you got to go through the old, um, where you dipped your bottle and right? stuff at, and, uh-huh. uh, the old wooden vats and stuff, and I don't remember this. Now you don't get to see all that old stuff, and where they dip their bottles at is this new right experience. I guess
3: um, they dip them right in the gift shop now.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, and I I think those the, two right over there. So yeah. The old way they did it was to me was more personal. Often. Yeah,
3: they take you in the cave. Now you get to go in the cave, yep. and then you you walk through the well. You walk through the whole distillery. You, you get the grand tour. I mean, you get a pretty good tour. And then they sit you down in the glass room and you taste everything. And I, I thought it was. I thought it was a darn good tour I really did beautiful yeah.
1: place yeah oh. absolutely gorgeous yeah so are
0: you like you drink a little maker sometimes
1: no no I st- you just Buffalo
0: Buffalo Trace E.H. Taylor
1: that brand Buffalo Trace brand <laughs> Taylor. E- Eagle, Eagle Rare is my favorite man I t- me and Jim had
0: a bottle of Eagle Rare uh, back a couple episodes ago and that might have been the best Eagle Rare bottle I've ever tasted before it was, it was deli- I couldn't stop drinking it that night
3: well because Eagle Rare bottles um, they don't necessarily call it a single barrel i guess but it can be a single barrel because mm-hmm. they fill bottles as they dump barrels so it's kind of a cereal fill kind of thing you get different flavors out of them you yeah. notice some difference in some of them bottles
1: yeah. it's been my favorite for a long time and then when i when the uh craze took place i kind of started chasing it and i liked it and i was off eagle rare for like a year probably because I you know i'd come over with paul and we'd drink we drank Weller, and it just seemed like the thing we did. And then one night at home, I decided I was going to have some more Eagle Rare. And when I did, I was like, why Why am I chasing all this other stuff whenever Eagle Rare is, is my favorite? Yeah, and Eagle Rare is— uh, I would have brought it tonight if it was in the our range. Well,
3: I mean, you can find it
1: <laughs> at 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it at $50. I won't
3: pay that for it. but <laughs> um, both
0: of your wives bu- drink bourbon with you? No. No? no. Troy, no. They don't sit down. They just
1: look, kind of turn their nose up at it. They like tequila and vodka. I mean, mine, Anything that makes mine clothes will, come off, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mine will drink an occasional old-fashioned now that we have yeah. their new recipe. That's the, right. That Paul came up with. I, I,
2: I, I made Darcy one today, and she said just one, so I made it a triple.
1: Now, Jim
2: so, <laughs> makes some – what about bourbon cream? Bourbon cream in the coffee. Yeah, Sure.
0: Jim makes some awesome bourbon cream. Now, I don't know why he didn't make a whole bunch, or like a big vat of it up. <laughs> Probably because it costs a lot of money. But.
3: Well, I mean, I'd never made it before. And I was going I was going to do an episode with the Bourbon Museum down there in, in Bardstown. no Oscar Guest Museum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had a representative coming over from Heaven Hill. And I thought, well, I need to make sure I'm using some Heaven Hill products in this bourbon cream. And I only made one. And uh, it just turned out good. I got lucky. I mean... I found a recipe on the internet but I never follow recipes. I use them as inspiration, you know? So, but I got lucky. In fact, the guy from Heaven Hill said you ought to sell this recipe. <laughs> how how
0: how long would that last if you once you make it?
3: Well, I mean, I think because I made it so strong, I did a half a bottle of bourbon and a half a bottle of the cream content, so it's what it was 100 proof bourbon, so it's 50 proof. I imagine that alcohol probably keeps it fresh, right? If you used I wonder if you used a uh, like
0: condensed uh, condensed milk, milk. I used sweetened that.
3: condensed milk. Yeah, I yeah. did, and I and I used I used whipping whipping cream too, heavy whipping uh, cream. Yeah,
0: I'm just wondering how long it would last in the refrigerator before that cream goes bad or something. You know, you don't want to pour it out and it's cottage cheese.
3: Uh, I think I think that 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 alcohol and that bourbon is going to keep it good for a
1: while. I don't know. Yeah, we were told once because my wife likes that, and they told us once after you put it in the fridge not to. More than a couple of months, not to really uh, trust it too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does it really last more than a couple of months, though?
1: I don't think it would. Yeah. You yeah wake I'm, up in the
0: morning and you're on vacation, or I know when we're we're off like for a couple of days and it's nice to wake up in the morning, and you don't have nothing else to do and have a cup of coffee and pour some of that bourbon cream in there. Man, yeah, that's nice. good stuff. Yeah. Not that I get that many days off anymore, but it always <laughs> it, uh, it, you know, seems like we got something to do. But, um, it's nice to sit down with a cup of coffee and put that bourbon cream in there and sip on it.
3: You guys getting uh ethanol and pepper on the finish on this one a little I, bit? I do. Yeah. I've got long, yeah. hot, and peppery. Yeah, it's definitely peppery. I think a lot They're of like that, habanero peppers. spicy. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I think some of that heat's coming from that some of that ethanol on the finish. I think it's a medium, a medium to long finish. I mean, it sticks around for a while, but it's not I don't know, it's not the best, you know, I would say. Fair to Midland, remember that, Mike? Fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. <laughs> I, we were we were sitting there talking one day, and I said, "Fair to Midland." He said, "He said, what's that?" I said, "It's an old Texas saying." He said, "I'm from Texas. That's not a Texas saying." I have heard, <laughs> heard that before. Have
0: you heard that before? Yeah, Mike? I've
3: heard. I never. Maybe yeah. it's outside of
0: Texas. People think you know, and they, they think it's Texas. They think it's Texas. I, I'd never heard it before, and maybe maybe it is a saying. Maybe it was on uh was that on drugstore cowboy or uh what was that the electric uh, Electric horseman or <laughs> what was the movie with uh uh something
2: cowboy electric cowboy No, not electric cowboy i'm thinking urban
0: electric cowboy urban cowboy, cowboy. Yeah. Urban
3: cowboy. electric cowboy there? wasn't that like uh what was his name like, uh yeah robert redford robert, robert redford, redford. Redford. Yeah, yeah. Had that, yeah had that suit with yep. lights on yep. it yeah
1: he just wanted to let that horse go that's right yeah that's a good old movie right there well, my dad says fair to me all the time does he yeah,
0: yeah. huh now I've heard Lucanbach, Texas, a whole bunch. in My life. That's a that's kind of hill country there. Yeah. In Midland, Midland's more oil country, I think. And I don't know why say they say fair to Midland because it's just a dry desert out <laughs> well, there. I, I, in, in,
3: in order to prove my part, I sent you the article. You should have read it. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I
0: didn't read it. The first time I met Jim, he was like, "You listen to podcasts?" I was like, "No, nah, I don't listen to podcasts." And next time I saw him, he's like, "You listen to that podcast?" No, I didn't. I didn't listen to podcasts, man. <laughs> come on man listen to that podcast so i listen to it and i listen to that every dang episode like in we the week you know and sometimes i was almost late for work because i'd set my truck out there in the parking lot and listen to it <laughs> he's hooked i was, hooked. I was hooked in Then yeah. i had found other podcasts some of them are shameful <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right fellas so uh what do you think you got enough uh, information gathered to make your scores i do, I do. All right. So we're going to take a little bitty break here. And when we come back, we're going to figure out who won. Let's do it. Figure out Jim won. No. No. (laughs) All right. All right, Gerald, we're back and we have results. So what do you think? You guys have a good time? Yeah. Absolutely. What do you think about blind tasting? Kind of great idea. Did you know which bottle was yours, Troy?
2: No, no. What about you, Paul? No, I didn't really.
0: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. Mike, did you know which one was yours? I did. <laughs> did you really?
0: <laughs> I, as soon as uh, they brought the tray down, and there's you know there's four glasses of bourbon sitting there, and one of them just was so much darker than the rest of them, and I knew what I I brought. Um, you know, is is uh, outstanding. I was like, I didn't bring one of those light
3: looking bourbons. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I, I, I'll be honest. I didn't know which one was mine. Uh, you know, blind tasting is the great equalizer. You know, a lot of times uh, you get label bias. You see a label, you think, oh, that's a good bourbon. It tastes good. But when, in fact, another one right next to it might actually be better if you weren't biased by the label. So tasting bourbons blind is a great thing. I mean, it's really good. I think once you get up into this price
0: range, um, it'll show that just because it has a high price on it, Maybe it's not the best bourbon ever, um, especially when you put it next to something else at that price range. Like, I'd say you could put something that's this high price range or in this $50 price range next to a $10 bottle, and sometimes that $10 bottle
3: will blow it out of the water. Yeah. I mean, there's some there's some bottle and bond bourbons in the $10 to $15 range that are just phenomenal. They're so good. I agree. All right, guys, you ready for the results? Let's do it. All right. So we scored uh, each one of these bourbons on a 10-point scale for aroma, taste, and finish. Each one of us had the opportunity of scoring a bourbon up to 30 points, right? 10 for nose, 10 for taste, 10 for finish. So if we had all scored it, all four of us would have scored a bourbon 30. That bourbon would have got a score of 120 points. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, uh, But no bourbon scored that high. But Bourbon A did win, and it was scored at 93. All right. Bourbon uh, C scored 83.5. Bourbon D, 97.5. And Bourbon B, 67.5. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you fourth place and who it was. You ready? Fourth place was Bourbon B with 67.5 points. And Bourbon B was Paul, what'd yes. you bring,
2: our host? I brought Jefferson Reserve um, and I was, I I had just had a, a Jefferson Reserve. My brother had bought over a bottle uh, and we had another party and it was amazing. It, you know, It was outside the price range, so I couldn't get that. It was about $80 a bottle. So I thought I'd go with Jefferson Reserve in the 45 to $55 range and it was about 46 bucks. And it just didn't stack up. Yeah. I will be honest with you, but it was a good bourbon. Yeah, it's a good bourbon, yeah. but compared to the other three, I, I definitely uh, I, I saw you know three better bourbons in this one for yeah. sure.
3: All right, so um, in third place, in third place was Bourbon D. Bourbon D was scored at seventy nine point five, and I brought Bourbon D. Bourbon D was the Four Roses small batch select that's the new release the new expression from four roses it just released this year it's 104 proof it's a for me it's a good drinking bourbon but it didn't quite hold up to first and second place
0: and i you know what jim what i wrote down on number four yeah was four roses yeah i wrote down 110 proof there you go um i said that pretty close
3: mike you're getting good at this no doubt about it a little bit better i I didn't come
0: close on the other two though
3: all right so far fourth place was a jefferson's reserve third place was a four roses small batch select second place with 83.5 points was troy troy what'd you bring 1792 single barrel it's a single barrel from 1792 what's the proof on that 98.6 Ninety-eight. I picked Yeah, we heard that. That, that uh, actually got that got on the recording. Ninety-eight. Paul. Oh, yeah, job. <laughs> I was dead on with that one. I'm,
2: ac- I'm I'm pretty good at picking the proofs, I guess. Not, yeah, just not. What'd you say? It was ninety-eight point six. It was ninety-eight. That's what you said. Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Wow. And uh, on my bourbon, I had picked ninety-one, and it it's right at ninety. Yeah, ninety point two. I had
0: that. I had that. That bourbon at a uh, hundred proof is what I had it at. And I said it was three years old. I don't know what, I don't think that's age stated on there. Do you know what I, I'm not 100% is?
3: sure of it, no. Um, um, you know, yeah. I guessed it to be in the six to eight year range. I think, I've been on a couple of barrel picks at, say, at Barton's and picking the barrels uh, 1792. I think they're normally around seven years. I'll tell you something I've noticed in, uh, amongst all the bottles or so,
0: these are some of the most beautiful bottles that are on the shelves. Each one is unique. It's not a wine bottle. It's not a, I would say a whiskey bottle. They're well, Don't each, don't
3: give away too much. We haven't <laughs> revealed number one yet. Well, I'm just talking about your three bottles. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, the, even your bottle, Jim is a four roses bottle. They have that engraved, I guess. Was that what you'd call it? Etched
3: with the roses with yeah. the roses and stuff yeah. is
0: a beautiful bottle. And, um, I like seeing that you know people putting their own spin on the bottle.
3: Yeah, well, Troy, I have to tell you, I was the outlier, so I actually chose your bottle as my top pick. I'm a big fan of 1792. I love their bottled and bond. Uh, that's a
1: good single barrel there. So uh, I am now. Yeah, cherish that bottle.
0: <laughs> now, did you go out and find that bottle? I or had is it. something you
1: had. I had it at home because you know, if I see something and and I, it interests me, I'll buy it. Yeah. And so I had it on the shelf and and I looked and saw it was in the price range. And again, it was on the shelf because it was owned by Sazerac. So (laughs) there you go. I thought it was time to try it since it was in our price range. And I'm glad I brought it. All right. Well, since we're process
3: elimination here, I think, Mike, everybody knows you won. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But with uh, 93 (laughs) points. (laughs) Finally, I win. (laughs) 93 points. First place. And Mike, what did you bring? I actually brought Woodford Reserve's double oaked. Now that's um, not a pick, is it? No, it's not a pick. It it just came off the shelf at uh
0: I think I got this at Kroger. It's a uh, you know, 94 90.4 proof. Um I think it's a just a great bourbon.
3: Well, I tell you what, so both well both, all three of you guys other than me picked that as your first pick. So the A bourbon, your bourbon, the double oaked was picked first by Troy Mike and Paul. So Jim was the outlier here.
0: And maybe that's because you're more of a rye guy. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. That that it almost drinks like a weeded bourbon. it's, yeah. it's got that sweetness to very it. very
3: sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah. It was a good bourbon. I mean I had some good notes on it. I mean I mean the difference for me between first place and second place was one point. Yeah. So Same I had here. I had twenty three point five versus twenty two point five. Same with you. Yep, I had yes. twenty three
2: versus twenty two. So yep.
3: close. Twenty two and twenty one.
0: Twenty two and Mike, uh, mine went down. <laughs> well, you I actually, actually had that seventeen ninety two at the bottom of my uh, the digit. bottom of my list, but you know I don't know about scoring and stuff of some of these things. Um, it's just all on taste, a person's taste, and you
3: know I, I don't know. Yeah, but everybody, everybody likes something different, you know. Well, and we've had a blast here today, Troy, Paul. It's been Great having you on the show. I hope we can do this again sometime. Sure. And Paul, thank you so much for hosting this party tonight. Absolutely. We we've been
2: looking forward to it all month since we oh, saw, yeah. saw you at the bar a month ago. We've been looking forward to well, it. It's so really for well, it's really good. We'll do it over. again.
3: And maybe next time we'll pick a pick something different. You know, maybe we'll do a rye, Mike. What do you think? <laughs> you know, we we did a rye, um, and I'm wondering if
0: people want to hear about Irish whiskey or Canadian whiskey or um or about Scotch. You know, let's. Get some used up bourbon barrels and <laughs> make some whiskey out of it. I, I I think it. I'd like to do a Canadian whiskey uh, to our brothers to the north uh, and see what everybody brings.
3: Yeah, we could do something like that. Yeah, I I, I don't. I, I think I said in an earlier episode we may be the bourbon road, but we might take a side road once in a while. Sazerac they make a little bit of Canadian whiskey, do they? Yeah, yeah. They, make, uh, they actually make old caribou.
1: Yeah. Caribou. I, yeah. I was looking at that to bring, and I'm like, oh, well, I can't bring that one.
3: <laughs> All right, fellas. It's been a great show. A lot of fun. Hope we can do it again real soon. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thanks, Thank guys.
0: You. Hey, from the Bourbon Road uh, team, I think we want to get everybody in the room together here at Paul's house and say,
2: Happy New Year!